Welcome to the JDS Podcast, a place to discuss happenings and exciting topics in our school community. Welcome everyone to JDS Podcast. Uh, my name is Rabbi Matthew Bellis. I am the lower school principal. I'm joined today by Gail Elster and Dara Buckman. Uh, Gail Elster is our Gurim, our junior kindergarten program guidance counselor and our guidance support specialist. And Dara Buckman is our kindergarten and first grade uh, guidance counselor. And why don't you just take an opportunity to say hello to everyone. Well, thank you for such a nice introduction. And I'm super excited to be part of this podcast. We're excited to share what we're doing at JDS. So the subject of our podcast today um, is how it is that we uh, smooth the transition and welcome uh, new students into our school, uh, particularly in the grade levels, uh, grades one to five. Um, our school, um, as part of our educational philosophy, is very focused um, on the whole child, um, which means that we focus on academic, social, emotional, spiritual, and physical development of our children. Um, we invest uh, deeply in the social emotional element in particular, um, as we have a staff of four guidance counselors and Gail and Dara are uh, shining examples of our fantastic team. Uh, so I'm really happy uh, that they're here to share in this conversation um, with you, with us um, on, uh, on this really important topic as we're always looking to um, welcome new families and new students um, into our school uh, in all grade levels. So I thought I, thought I would start uh, with just a, a general question and uh, Dara, you can start us off about, you know, some of the things that we do uh, when we welcome um, new students into our school, maybe who haven't been with us either for, uh, for Gurim Junior Kindergarten or for kindergarten, uh, but they're joining us, you know, for um, either in kindergarten or upper grades, um, you know, in those, in those grade levels. One of the first things we'd like to do is reach out to the parents so that we can get some information about the child before they arrive at JDS. We um, get try to, you know, even have a chance to meet the child before. And this year we zoomed in with many of our families before school started. When the right when it gets closer to school, we do a new student orientation and we connect our students with buddies in their grade level or in their class so that they can have a familiar face before school starts. We also uh, give tours to the new students when they're coming into school so that they have uh, a better idea of what the school looks like before the first day of school. And I just wanna add that since we have the staffing to support all these things that Dara shared at any point of the year when a student and family joins our school community. It's so nice that we're able to have them, whether it's the start of the school year or the middle of the school year, have that communication and be able to offer opportunities for them to connect with other students, other families, and the teachers before their start date to help with a successful transition. And like uh, Rabbi Bella shared, we have the guidance department of four members that we could closely partner with the teachers to provide all the support that Dara shared. Fabulous. 
So I'd like to just drill down on one of the things, Dara, that uh, that you mentioned, and either one of you, you know, can feel free to, you know, chime in on the details. Is um, it's our buddy program. Um, so we, uh, between admissions and the administration and guidance together, uh, we discuss, um, you know, who we think would be good student matches um, for the incoming students. We also talk about good family matches. And so, could you just say a little bit more about um, you know, how we go about, you know, matching up students with one another, matching up families with one another, and kind of a little bit about, like, what does it look like to be, um, what that buddy relationship looks like? So we do put a lot of thought into family matches and student matches, and we're so lucky to have such a supportive, strong school community. I like to call it the JDS family, that we often have students and families that were new to our school and had such a successful experience with their buddies that they often will come to us and say we would like to pay it forward and do it um, do the same for another family we also look for common interests a lot of times our families know people and so we will connect them that way but again as dara shared earlier we do reach out to our families and we look for them to partner with us and share with us what are their interests, what, what is their child's personality like so that it would be a good match and that both parties would feel comfortable um, both in and out of the classroom. Thanks, Gail. Um, we, we've focused on kind of the onboarding, what I like to call the onboarding of a new family um, in the transition of you know, joining our school, be, being a new family, um, you know, joining JDS. Um, but the the relationship between, you know, admissions and administration and guidance uh, doesn't end really at the, when a student starts with us and when a family starts with us at the, at the school, we really see that as, as just the beginning. So could you talk a little more about, you know, what the relationship building and collaboration looks like, you know, even just shortly after um, a family and a student, you know, joins our school and then, you know, even kind of longer into the, um, that initial period. We as a staff pride ourselves in the strong communication, as I said earlier. So you should expect as a family, as a student in our school, that the communication is not going to just be strong with staff members, the teachers, the admin team, admissions, just at the start when you enter our school we will continue supporting and reaching out to you and sharing information to make sure to ensure that your child has a successful school experience. And we pride ourselves in that open communication to make sure that you are in the loop and that you are partnering with us to ensure that. There are a variety of ways that we communicate. It's not just traditional forms, which would be a phone call, but now we're all experts on Zoom. So we could have Zoom when we're able to meet in person. We have conducted meetings on campus, off campus to meet families' needs. Um, we really work with the family to make sure the best way that they can receive and understand the information that needs to be shared. So whether that's uh, email or um, creative uh, charts through the computer or Google Docs that we create, again, we really, 
there's not one way that we communicate. We get creative and it's individually based on what would best suit that student and family's needs. Thanks, Gail. And I'll just, I'll take a moment to, you know, speak as principal um, and to say that this is really a team effort. Uh, communication and collaboration and partnership with families is really a team effort between um, the teachers in the classroom who are you know, on the ground with our kids um, throughout the day, uh, to our guidance counselors who also spend a significant amount of time um, with their particular um, lens um, in observing and supporting students and um, administration. We're all deeply invested and we all work together with really open communication on our end so that um, we are the best possible partners and supporters of each and every child in our school. And um, Gail used the expression that we pride ourselves. Um, it's really, it's something that's really important to us getting to know each and every child and working really closely uh, with each and every family. So we've, um, we've been talking about, um, you know, the onboarding of new students and supporting students and families together um, through, through the transition, what that looks, you know, like a little bit further into the school year. I mean, I thought it would be um, important, you know, with the two of you to also have an opportunity to talk a little bit more about more generally, you know, what it looks like, you know, what does guidance, what does a guidance counselor do um, in our school? Um, we have um, four guidance counselors on staff, as I mentioned earlier, which is um, much more in terms of counselor-student ratio um, than other independent schools and certainly other public schools that are in our neighborhood. And families might be wondering, like, what is it that a guidance counselor does um, all day long to support students? So why don't you, you know, take a moment to talk about, you know, what does your day look like and, and how you work with students? So one of the key components of our job is we spend a lot of time in the classrooms. We do classroom guidance lessons, targeting on social emotional lessons, um, helping kids learn strategies on conflict resolution and being kind to each other. The other aspect is that uh, we are out on the playground to help kids manage any social conflicts or support kids if they need someone to find someone to play with. So we spent a lot of time with the kids. That's part of what makes it so great having a smaller caseload. It gives us the opportunity to spend more time targeting with the kids. And for my role, um, I partner very closely with each guidance counselor and um, you will see us in and out of the classrooms as Dara has shared. And because we are present from when they get out of their car in the morning and in the hallways, in the classrooms, when there is a need to work with a student to support a challenge that maybe they're experiencing outside of the classroom, because they're so comfortable and familiar with who we are and what we do, that relationship and trust has already started to form. So we're able to really support these students and families when needed. We make ourselves available to the families. We do check-ins. We make sure that our families know the material that we're covering in the classroom. As Dara shared, we are skill building each year, building upon what the foundational skills that they learned prior 
to strengthen their friendships, negotiation skills, ability to work in small and large group, which are all life skills. Those are all really great. Um, I wanted to also follow up on that and give you a little bit of opportunity to talk about a couple of specific things um, that I know you invest um, a lot of time in, you know, both of you. Uh, one of them is lunch bunches. Um, and the other is uh, some social specific targeted social skills groups um, that we uh, started that we initiated a, a couple of years ago and that members of the guidance team um, guide um, or lead, uh, you know, with, um, with students who have been, you know, identified um, as needing that particular kind of support. So why don't you go into detail about, you know, those things. So we, for Lunch Bunches, it really gives us a great opportunity to have a unstructured time and get to know the children individually. Um, it gives us a time for us to uh, help with some social skills. It helps us just to help get to know the kids. I usually do lunch bunches with kindergarten, first grade. I try to do them uh, daily. So it gives me a chance to really on a smaller scale, get to know each kid. It also allows kids who might be having a hard time meeting other friends or getting along to have that, that small group time to work on those skills. And myself, along with the other guidance counselors, had the unique opportunity, and I was so grateful for this because it really supported our students, which we're always looking to do, to do skill building in a small um, forum, as Rabbi Bellis, you just mentioned, um, social skills groups. And before COVID, we were able to um, choose times that did not impact their students' school days. And we were doing that multiple times each week and not only working with the students on specific targeted skills, but we were also providing the families with feedback after each session so that they could continue the lesson at home and work on specific language and activities that would strengthen the areas that we have targeted. And even during COVID times, we have gotten creative and we, were able to continue the work that we were so successful with through Zoom and um, in small group settings when we were in person. And we've also been working with students one-on-one, -on -one, which has been amazing and really necessary. Could you maybe just talk a little bit about, I'm gonna just weave us back um, to the role that families kind of play um, in all of this, you know, if students um, during a lunch bunch, maybe they they say something, you know, that um, called your attention to something, you know, or during a social skills group, you know, that parents uh, and guardians are aware that their students are participating in. You know, how what is the what does the follow up look like, you know, on your end with families to make sure that. Um, everybody's on the same page and in the loop and that we're all working together. So when we have lunch bunches and social skills groups, we you know, definitely wanna be able to keep the parents in the loop. So we will start off with you know, making phone calls and sharing information with them that we feel is important for them to know. We wanna work with the parents and if there's a need for the parent to have a follow-up conversation at home, 
we want to team up with them so that you know we're all on the same page to help support their child. Our families are wonderful advocates for their children, which is amazing. And they are their primary teachers. And so it is so important for us to share with them language, strategies, techniques, events that have occurred during the school day that maybe when it gets time to be at home, they're only hearing a piece of the story and they aren't able to fully support their child and maybe how it's impacting them in the home setting. And so we rely on our parents as partners to share communication with us, give us feedback, let us know when we need to do more, what that, that what we're doing is maybe not giving the result that their child or that they are comfortable with. So we are partnering with them and relying on them. And it really uh, makes for a strong partnership and successful work together. So for the purpose of this podcast, it was, it was really important um, to me and to us as a team uh, for families to be able to hear some really specific um, examples of how it is that you know we support um, new students to the school in the transition, um, what specific uh, social emotional uh, support offerings you know we have on a regular school day. Um, and now I just want to kind of step out of the specific and talk a little bit more um, a little bit more broadly about what our social emotional learning curriculum kind of looks like in our approach as a school. Um, so why don't you uh, talk about you know how is it that we approach more generally, um, and what's our philosophy in terms of social emotional learning um, for our students in the school? What I think is so unique and special about our school is we don't utilize a set specific curriculum that we are solely locked into at our school. We really look at who our students are, who our family are, their ever-changing needs and listen, their needs have changed during this pandemic that we've been experiencing. And it's been amazing to see the support that myself and the staff have been able to provide because of who JDS is and, and the positive encouragement that we receive and, and what the school allows us to do to support our families. So I really take pride in knowing that I could look at what a class's needs are because a teacher has shared feedback, a parent, and we could create a lesson and come in and support that class and then do follow-up pull-out. And the teacher it will support that and we give that feedback to the family and really address what is going on. Um, I also want to talk about that our school as a whole um, provides responsive classroom training to all of our new staff members, which is so important because what that program does is it incorporates the acad academics with a social emotional component. So we're really looking at what is a child's strengths and what is impacting them to, and using those as tools to build up the areas of academics or areas of social emotional challenge. So we really look 
past not just the academics, but who this individual child is as a whole. And so again, I just wanna say, um, because I, when I work with the teachers and I work with the families, we really do look at what makes up this child and, and we focus on their strengths and how we're gonna use those strengths as helping tools. One of the elements of um, the broader social emotional learning in the school that um, our families hear a lot about and uh, likely our prospective families too is we have a values-based approach to education and the, the key word in there is, uh, in Hebrew anyway, is midot. Um, that word comes up a lot. Um, and so why don't you take a moment um, to talk about the role that um, values-based education takes, the role that midot play, and kind of how they manifest in the everyday life of the school and how they're really integrated into um, you know, what it means to be a JDS student and a JDS family. Each month we have a different midot and we, the teachers spend, they have morning meetings, which they focus on those midot mentioned. We as guidance counselors use those midot to sort of give us a baseline of what we can talk about while we're in the classrooms. We really focus on our kids being kind and being respectful. And it's sort of a focus throughout their day. We're always looking for opportunities to catch the students being a mensch, catch the students doing right and showing kindness and care and respect for others. And it's always so exciting. And I know that the children get excited and I know that the families appreciate when we share with them that we caught their child doing something that wasn't expected or that they didn't know that they were being watched. And we really focus on how um, our students could build these character traits, because again, these are the character traits that are going to make successful, kind adults. And I'll, I'll just say that, you know, it's also one of the most exciting moments um, over the course of my day or my week or my month when I receive um, a Midot Mention nomination uh, from a teacher and guidance that I'm then able to go into the classroom and uh, present to the student. Um, we take photos, we take videos, we send them home, um, really to be able to highlight um, the importance of uh, menchi behavior, um, values-based behavior, as it's the one and only thing here at the lower school uh, that we recognize um, individual students for. And um, it really does uh, bring a smile to my face, the student's face, the family's face, the class's face um, when they see one of their one of their peers um, recognized um, in this way. Uh, so one final question that um, families might have about a student enrolling in our school, I mean, one of the grade levels is um, prior experience to Hebrew language and to Judaics. Uh, and I wondered if, you know, either one of you, Gail or Daryl, would uh, just take a moment to address um, how it is that uh, we smoothly transition our students who um, coming in on a grade level who may have never uh, been to a Jewish day school before or may only have limited, you know, experience to Hebrew and Judaics, um, you know, in their background in education. 
That's one of the great things about JDS is JDS has a program called OPON and it allows kids coming in, in grades two through five who have had no Hebrew experience to join, to be placed in a class with other kids to sort of start their Hebrew learning at that time. OPON is just another resource and, and programming that we offer that shows that we look to meet all families' needs and an opportunity to start at any point in our school and we will support your child and your family. And again, I'll just, uh, I'll just add briefly that you know, one of the items of student growth uh, that excites me the most um, is when I have the opportunity to visit the Ulpan um, or to bump into an Ulpan student or see an Ulpan student in some other uh, in some other context, speaking Hebrew, reading Hebrew, understanding Hebrew, um, and then by the end of the year, seeing them um, in almost universally in all cases ready to transition into the mainstream of our uh, Hebrew language and, uh, and Judaic studies program. Um, the smile of, of pride and accomplishment on their face, it's just a joy uh, for me to be able to see um, as principal and um, uh, a source of, a source of again, of, of pride, um, you know, for, for our school and how we're able to support students um, in so many uh, different ways and really personal uh, and, uh, and individual ways. When families that maybe do not speak Hebrew, I feel like when they participate in our whole school Kabbalah Shabbat, or when they hear about our whole school meetings or the different events that we offer for families to participate, I feel that they get a better understanding that whatever level you are coming in with, everyone is welcome, supported, and it just feels good to be part of our school community. I think that's a, a really great place for us to, to wrap up, Gail, is um, just to extend um, a really warm welcome uh, to anyone who is interested in our school. Um, it's my pleasure to speak to any uh, prospective family, um, admissions pleasure to speak to any prospective family. And um, you know, I've said it many times uh, to families that are considering our school or have you know recently joined is, you know, we, we want to offer every family that's, uh, that's joining our family just a big, warm, welcoming hug um, because we feel that JDS is, uh, is a great fit um, for almost any Jewish family in our community. And the more diverse we are, the more families we have that join us, uh, the better reflection of the Jewish community in the outside world we are. Um, and uh, so that we have, we have that that gift to be able to offer to a child and uh, to a family and to prepare them for um, what their experience is gonna look like after uh, graduating from our school. This has been wonderful to share with all of you as I really take pride and I know I speak for Dara when I say we are a strong community and it is always exciting to share about all the opportunities that and programming that we have to offer our students and family. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks, Gail and Dara, very much uh, for taking the time and for um, going into such uh, 
rich detail um, on the topic of uh, welcoming new families and our, our social emotional learning program here at the school. Uh, and we welcome anyone again to, to be in touch with us um, should you be uh, interested or have any follow-up questions. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for listening. This has been a production of the Charles E. Smith Jewish Day School. Stay tuned for our next episode.